Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dr. Drew. Hey, Mike. Oh, man, what a great time to get on board the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. This would be a good show to sample if you've never heard it. Podcast One's Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. Uh, we talk about my oral sex for veterans. Yeah, There's that. And, and then and your, your humping action for everyone at Comic-Con. At everyone at Comic-Con. I just put it down at Comic-Con. Robert Downey Jr., kosher oh, yeah. sex loop. Oh, yeah. Uh, we cover te- some, we cover a lot texting of injuries. And then you top that all off with Corey Taylor from Slipknot and Stone Sour. That, my friends, is a podcast. Am I right? That is a podcast. Mike and Dr. Drew podcast only on Podcast One, peeps. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women podcast. Uh-huh. A place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast where you get advice straight from the source. What's up, you guys? How you doing? I'm Haley White, and I am joined here today by my sexy co-hosts, comedian Kristen Carney and best-selling author, relationship expert Marnie Kinris, and of course, our lovable, sexy man in the house, Mo. Yep. Mo. Yep. Love it. How are you guys doing? I Good. love that you were introducing us. It sounded like the best-selling author was going to be attached to my name, <laughs> and it felt Wait so for right. It. it will one day. One day. You never know. It felt so Those right. Those children's books are going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Your voice. Again, still so sexy, different than last sick. time. Um, I was like, just in my apartment, and I have been watching the best show ever. Um, Orange is the New Black. Oh, I'm watching. I finished it. Do you Finish know first when season. I, do you know when I that, heard that's of, a Netflix original series? Yeah. Yes, amazing. Do you know when I heard that show? The name of that show? I just assumed it was about tanning. <laughs> really? <laughs> the untold story Orange. of the Hollywood. <laughs> I've been seeing the signs everywhere, and then I share a Netflix account with my sister. Or actually, I steal her Netflix. I don't pay for it. Um, and I saw that she's been watching it because you can see what they're watching. And I text her and said, like, is this a good show? Should I watch it or is it a waste of time? And she said, awesome. Start watching it right now. I started watching it. Two days later, I'm done yeah. with the full first season. Saturday night, amazing. I was getting buck wild <laughs> in my uh, living room with that show. So but what is it about? It's about um, the true story. It's about a girl who basically... Basically, when she was like young twenties, she was a temporary lesbian. We've all been there, yeah. right? Right. I, I love, I love that. Term. <laughs> um, you know, it's a face. So she was dating this chick, and basically, her girlfriend, in kind of like a, um, she needed some help smuggling drug money. It was just a, actually a suitcase of money. It didn't end up being anything more than that. Just on one of their trips. So she's like, sure, whatever. Yeah. And then she ends up getting caught later on when she's not a lesbian anymore, and she's engaged. To so Jason she's Biggs. just confused. She's a very confused woman. Not very anymore. C- she, she, she's now like very like, you know, yuppie, white, suburbia, engaged. Yeah, and now she has cleanses. to go to jail. Yeah, and Jason exactly. Biggs is an actor in the show or she's yes. actually married to him in real life? He's the, he's yeah. the actor who plays her husband on the show. But it is based on a New York Times uh, article that was written about a guy uh, that's what you were saying. Well, it's basically a true story. Maybe the oh, yeah, right, right. was written about her. Or yeah. So, so what? She goes to jail for drugs? 
Uh, for smuggling the money, yeah. So, yeah. For being involved in, like, the ring of helping oh. out. She, she was named as one of the people. And the whole, the whole well, I'm not going to give anything away, but it's just interesting to see what unfolds when she gets into this woman's prison. There's wacky, crazy characters, which I'm sure are obviously based on things that she really I experienced. Think so, yeah. So, so yeah, it's a good, do. it's a very, very uh, good show. You know, for all our guy uh, listeners, I think uh, finding a woman that used to be a lesbian is a great partner. <laughs> Or you just know, a temporary. Because she's yeah. going to be down for threesomes. You can never be a temp- right. Wait, is that be- right? I think so. So you're um, down for threesomes because you used to be a temporary lesbian. Um, kind of, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure there'll be rules in the threesome. I mean, you know, but- it's like, yeah, it can kind of change. But I, I think, yeah, I mean, I wasn't like a full-on les, but, you know. Like a, was, like a part-time lesbian. she enjoyed the, the flavor of a little box? No, no. See, then that's not a part-time lesbian. I don't know. That's I, a... I, I that's part-time experiment. I don't Maybe. even know what that is. Maybe. If you don't like, go part-time? down there, you're not a lesbian. It just seems like to me like a part-time lesbian is just a full-time slut. <laughs> well, <laughs> that could be true. I did have those days. Just kind of what it seems like. It's more of a fun expression of just like freedom rather right. than sexuality, really, right? But is yeah. connecting with another soul mean that you're a slut, Kristen? I can't. I, women don't have you souls, know? so I can't connect with them. Oh, they have I souls. Swear, I swear they don't have any. I'm the only one with one. <laughs> the only one. Yeah. Um, well, Mo, you were telling us about your weekend, and you had an interesting story that you wanted to share. Oh, yeah. I had an int- interesting weekend, so I was with a group of people for a birthday party, um, and I walk into a house. That sounds interesting. It was so interesting. <laughs> no, but I, I I came into the house after you know a long day at the beach, and we're about to get ready at my buddy's house, and he had all the, you know, my girlfriend was there, but there were other girls there, and I walk right in, and I see this girl, and she's this really hot girl looks like a model. Oh, I was there. I think that yeah, was me. I think it was <laughs> The you. girl with the soul in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I was a model that night, so I didn't have a soul. <laughs> but, but right away, right when I walked in, she was giving me this really interesting energy. It was a very high sexual energy. You know, she was talking over the other girls to get my attention. What does that mean? Me like, yeah, what does that look like? I've never embodied that energy before. So explain yeah. to me what that would appear to. to okay, so man. so it's like when you walk in as a man and you feel the focus of one person on you directly. Okay. Like they are staring at you, staring holes into you. Not only that. You what, feel it. Oh, you feel it for sure. In and, fact, it's a scientific thing. When you're eight feet away from someone, whether they're looking at you or not, you can actually that energy is real. You can feel that they're looking at you. So even when you're turning your back, you probably could feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, and then I I took off my clothes to go jump in the pool in front of the house and she's like, I could feel her staring at me the whole time. Oh my God. When she was having conversation. Did you do it slowly? (laughs) Anytime I said something, she tried to take part in the conversation. She was definitely fighting for my attention. I'm thinking my girlfriend's in the other room and this chick is ready to go right now. Did she know you had a girlfriend? I, I don't think she cared. She didn't care. She didn't care. She was ready to go. And I, but I kept this to myself, and I'm like, you know, maybe I'm just uh, maybe because I'm on this show, I think all the chicks want me now. But no. <laughs> but uh, you're like hyper aware now. I'm hyper aware. Great. Yeah. So we get in the car. You know, cut to two hours later. Um, I'm with my girlfriend. I'm with my my buddy who it's it was his birthday and his girlfriend's friend and so on. Right. And she's in the car, and she's like, you know that girl at my house, the tall model-looking one? I'm like, yeah. She's all, oh, that girl, she's kind of weird. She, You know, I'm, I'm friends with her outside, and she called me today. And when she got to my house, she just wanted to know what man was off limits and what, what man wasn't. And that she, it was a Damn. full moon. She was ready. It was a full moon. Ow. She is ready to go. So she was really hairy and like, like yeah. she came out. Yeah. <laughs> she starts growing fangs. <laughs> no, but but it got me, it got me to think out. And I said, 
I totally picked up a sexual energy from her. Like she was ready to go. And then it got me to thinking like this has happened before. And I feel like for men, especially it's a problem because women sometimes are ready to go and we don't see the signs or we're too afraid to bring it up. And then we lose our opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it's a window. Sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely a window. It's, and it's yeah. like the boner window. And women, <laughs> yeah, the boner. You got to capitalize on that boner window. I mean, otherwise, you leave and it's done. You know, obviously, your situation was different, but I've had that where you go into a room and you're like in the mood, and you're and, and especially if you're picking up on it, guys. Like something's going on. We aren't subtle when we want something, right? We know what we want for sure. So, so what does that look like? So again, piercing through you or like at you, you can yeah. feel her from around the room. Yeah. Well, I thought we could Laughing talk at about your jokes. it during the man's play. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. So then let's get into this uh, week's chapter of the man's playbook. On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We claw with our fingernails for that itch. Because we know... When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. The longest intro ever. I you know, guys seriously. Like that? I like it. Well, I just like watching Mo. He gets really into it. Mo we is could like, have gone on for 10 more minutes. He we, would have loved it. We can't finish the chapter because everyone's asleep by the time that's over. <laughs> and they're like just stuck on one chapter. <laughs> That was an amazing sound effect. <laughs> oh, my God. I do a really good snore. That's, That's a snore. That's a good snore. Okay, done. I love it. All right, so this week's chapter in the man's playbook is dedicated to taking action and what to do if you, you've you got an open window and you have like half an hour. What do you do to get roll the girl? On, roll through it just like Indiana Jones, baby. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. You just picture the, the the big like heavy rock like coming down slowly, and then you just get caught. In it. Oh, I, that's I the, picture a boner, and then the window like coming down to shut up, like close it's it off. Essentially, yeah, the boner window. Like, no, 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 can't have it. So, what would you advise, Mo? Because you know, you've obviously been in the situation before. You know, there was another guy who was with us that was single, and I started trying to point this out to him. Was he getting the same energy or was it just you? You know, I was getting the energy, but I think anyone could have taken it. Because this guy was a good-looking guy, too. So I'm like, listen, boy, you're a good-looking man. I don't care if I'm getting the energy. You're the one who could take it home right now if you want to. It's like I know we're all going out tonight. Right. But by the time tonight is done, she's going to be either gone with someone else or it's going to be over. And you said he was a birthday boy, right? Yeah, he was the birthday boy. That's really sad. I mean, he he wasn't necessarily getting the energy and I then he know. didn't go with and it. He's and he a super alone. good looking guy and he has no confidence in himself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why he doesn't. But he because he hangs to. next to you, Mo. It's nah, hard it's, to have self esteem nah, next to tough. someone as hot as you. <laughs> it's so tough. do you think if he would have? capitalized on it then he could have had the chance to take her home i mean yeah he could have had the chance to take her home she was game for anything but wait a second so let's say this guy goes up to her and he's like she's game for everything i'm just gonna start talking about my rock hard boner (laughs) like right like does that work does that work no it doesn't it's a complete turn off it's disgusting and creepy so what so if she's got this energy so Haley, you were talking about before you know like you've had that energy before we all have Maybe not Kristen, but we have. So, like, when you are in that moment, what are you looking for? I think that you're looking for a guy to be the aggressor because she's being aggressive in the way she's giving off energy. She obviously wants something. It's on you to take it and approach it and pounce. (laughs) 
Um, I do think you have to be classy in the way you approach her, you know, like your whole thing and like observation and like, you know, and be cute and funny. Don't talk about your boner. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, that's on you at that point. She's looking for you to be aggressive and you have nothing to lose. For sure. I mean, worst case, it's like you misread her and then it's nothing's happening anyways. Have that's I re- true. I've referenced three amigos on this podcast before. Oh, I? yeah. <laughs> I, think a couple okay, of I have times. another one. I have another one. <laughs> um, there's a scene where. Uh, Is this from the Mighty Ducks? No, 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 from Three Amigos. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't I just say Three Amigos? I don't know. You just, I'm just saying you, just, you have all these like 80s and 90s cheesy references. From uh, yeah, I'm, I'm no Mighty Ducks, though. That's, that's below me. Okay. I am. Let's get what? back to I Three totally Amigos. I totally am. Anyway, there's a scene. Basically, what Haley's saying is... Oh, you thought she said Emilio. No, Maybe no, that's no, why? No, no, I, I, I just thought she was going to come up with a different movie. Oh, oh okay. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> sorry for interrupting. My only movie is Three Amigos. I have, that's the only one I've seen. For a lot of years. But um, (laughs) Haley was saying it's like we're putting out a big vibe saying, hey, look at me, look at me. And then like you don't and you just there's nothing more a woman can do. Yeah. It's like I've done everything I can. So anyway, there's a scene in Three Amigos where Steve Martin is standing on top of a wall and he's trying to get the attention of um, Ah. Chevy Chase and um, Martin Short. And he's basically like. Look up here. Look up here. Look up here. <laughs> look up here. And he's like, oh, hey, you, guys. <laughs> and, like, they're just not looking. And so it's like he just got totally frustrated. And I just pictured that's what this woman was doing. She's yeah. like, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You know? Like, yeah. You can't make it any more obvious unless you just say, like, hey, you, guys. It's so true. Stick that's it in great. here. I wasn't sure if that was going to pan out, Kristen. It that actually out. did work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, what's crazy <laughs> is that, you know, she was kind of confined into our group because we all went out to dinner. But the minute we went to a bar i literally saw her for 10 minutes at the yeah. bar and then she was gone really she was just ready she was gone and it was a full moon she's like i don't know it's a full moon i got a moon ring on it's Is turning this, this weird Do color a moon ring? ring it's a 1990 I, I think people get horny on full moons i do Women especially. Well, i get horny a lot i don't know if it's on full moon like but. full it's moons just... like you just see like a giant bare ass or like you there's actually a full <laughs> well, I... moon <laughs> It can be triggered in many ways, obviously. It's when, the, like, I don't know, Mercury and retrograde, is that the same thing? No. I never know. I hear We live in L.A. I hear all these things. Like, yeah. I'll walk into a retail store and be like, oh, I have such a headache. And I'll be like, it's because Mercury's Mercury retrograde. retrograde. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? It's because I have a headache. I'm tired. I, I love that, though. Morning. I can justify why my life sucks yeah. just because the planets are going backwards. Whatever. I think I, we did. We signed the, pon- the contract to do this during Mer- Mercury retrograde. Is I that, think so. Did we really? Yeah, I think so. It's a bad sign. That's Is bad. it a bad sign or maybe it's a good sign? It means it's a bad sign. You're never supposed to sign anything or get into anything yeah, no long-term. Yeah, no obligations. Right. During oh, God. Retrograde. It's always in retrograde, though. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. It means I don't know what it means I'll tell you. either. Okay. Yeah. Let's go, hippie. Science moment. <laughs> um, when we actually... Mercury has a certain orbit and it actually changes path right, at a certain time. So when it changes path and goes backwards, this is the most, I'm sorry if there's actually real scientists listening, like this, this is not even close. <laughs> yes, but it, it basically it goes in the other direction and uh, for oh. a period of time. And everything gets fucked up. Right. So pretty much. Okay, that's interesting. Sorry, I took away from the story. That's but yeah. okay. So well, one thing I was going to say is that before when I was single and I had these opportunities come up, I'd fuck them up because for some reason I thought as a guy, there's rules. I, I can't just meet a girl in 30 minutes and say, let's go home, and she's going to say yes. But yeah, can. in this case, it was that's exactly what happened. And this, this has happened before. I went to a party before with a girlfriend of mine, and she, we were just friends. 
And we literally got to the party less than 30 minutes into the party. She's like, hey, I don't need to ride home. I'm like, what? She's like, I'm going home with this guy right now. Yeah. I'm like, we just got here. She's like, yeah, but I haven't gotten laid in a while and I need it so bad right now. I got to go. I think guys underestimate how much women love sex. I'm going to say it. They're yeah. like, oh, she, I mean, maybe not they Kristen. They overestimate it. Okay. And that's why <laughs> we work. But um, I always was told like, yeah, girls just don't really want as much and they're always scared to initiate it. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And, and, and if you feel that... She's definitely in beast mode, as Mo would call it, yeah. and so yeah. it's you got to like capitalize. A, like a but she needs to be met with an, a, a beast as well. Yeah, it's not like you need to like you waddle over to her and just like she'll take you right then and there. You have be to actually man. bring something to the yeah. table as well. So you had a lot of situations where you lost out. I've lost out. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> but you've actually won in the end because look where you are now. Exactly. Yeah. You're with your lady. You're happy. I'm with my lady. <laughs> I, I thought that even happened, like not for sex, but like I've walked into a bar once, talked to a guy, I think for 30 seconds and then just made out for the rest of the night. I love yeah. nights yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's fu- that's fun because you're just in the mood for it. You're like, yeah. I want to kiss somebody tonight or I want somebody to grab my boobs. Like something. I've had those urges as well. Totally I love, I just, I love kissing in general. I oh, think it can too. be so passionate and like random. And I remember like going into bars and just like, like making out. No, no, oh, yeah. I feel like that's like w- there are women who go out at a bar and just want to hook up that night, isn't there? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I feel like if you look at the percentages in a bar, there's like I'd say like forty percent of them want to just hook up that night. And yeah. Forty percent. Yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Forty. <laughs> He's I like guarantee you, forty percent of the women in the bar aren't single. Well, depends well, what bar you're going to. We're going to like yeah. the older people's bars now. I know. Like, yeah, if you go true. to a younger, I was in Huntington Beach this weekend and they are having uh, the U.S. Open down there. And it was all these young people. I don't even know when I've been surrounded by so many young people. Like, young meaning like 15 to 22. And all of them and had like obscenities. The that was like me at Coachella. Everyone was like in eighth grade. I'm I know, like, right? oh, God. But all these girls were in bikinis, which is fine. But they all had like horrible things written on them. Like, this one girl had something on her back that said stick it in here oh. I, I swear she was 16 years old she was very she's ready to go yeah see she's ready to go oh probably not if you God. went up there and you like tried to stick it in she's like get away from me hopefully weirdo. it was just an arrow pointing to her purse <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stick your money in here exactly that would be okay but oh god it was horrible anyway but wow that's yeah. more aggressive than i at feel young, like when we were younger oh for sure but at younger bars yeah like people who are eight well I'm from Canada, so you can be younger and drink. But like 19 to 25, for sure, more people are single in those spaces. And if you're like taking and earn a couple, you're kind of boring at those bars. That's true. Yeah. So for our guys then, what kind of advice could we give them? Okay. Well, number one is if you see somebody who's ready for it, like you got to be ready for it as well. You have to man up and approach them. And you still have to flirt and give them the attention. Um, But act on it. Don't. Not, I don't want to say don't act sh- like chivalrous or like a gentleman, but you know, do, there's no rules at that point. There is no rules. It's about having fun and having an exciting moment. Doesn't mean you're gonna have a long term thing. You're gonna mess her up by having sex with her that night. You're in a moment together, and I think that the the main point I'm trying to make, although I'm blabbing on and on, no. is just really you know seize the moment yeah. and go after yeah, it. Yeah, and, and this girls, is like carpe la slut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. and girls want an adventure. Like I think uh, I remember a time I was at the Roosevelt Hotel and I met a guy. And we ended up just running around the hotel and like making out in different rooms, and it was like the best night of my life. Oh, it was like so fun what, back then, and it was like something that girls want an adventure. So if you're able to like be the aggressor and like you know take her outside and just like run around and, and kind of like take her on an adventure, that's 
That's what she wants. Absolutely, especially a woman who's in that mode. You're it, yeah. you're 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 up for something like a little riskier. And, and guys, trust your gut. Like if she's giving you that look and that energy, trust your gut and just go after it. Right, for and sure. the confidence. I mean, the confidence will just if you don't have it inside. Build it just by the fact that she's noticing you and know that that means that you are something to her. For so sure. just use that confidence and don't worry about all the days that you haven't had confidence. What about her. if she's noticing Mo and totally ignoring you? Let Mo take her. <laughs> I don't think put, like trying to fight over like battling like we're in the wild or something in the jungle. Um, I don't think if a man is being looked at by a woman for another man to intercept. It's kind of like when you have a sweet romantic dance like back in the 50s and then the man comes over and he's like, may I uh, step cut in. in or cut cut like, in? No. It's like, no, we were just enjoying the moment and then you kind of kill the moment. But so, you know, she would have been down for a bridge. But yeah, I mean, if she's a, if she's super okay. into it, and I think a bridge means a threesome. Is that what that means? Yeah, two okay. guys on a girl. I don't know. Um, then go for it. <laughs> if she's wearing leopard print, go for it. She yeah, there's any kind of animal patterns involved. There's right. no questions. Right, right. Well, that wraps up this week's segment or this week's chapter in the man's playbook. And before we wrap up to go to our break, I want to talk to you ladies about dating younger women because we have Adam Galad with us, and he is a specialist or an expert. That's in- just long for God, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. For God. dating younger women. But I want to talk to you about what you think about older men dating younger women. I think it's a natural uh, thing for women to date older men, especially because women mature faster. Yeah. And I think that sometimes women are looking for something different in their life, especially when you're around 25 to 30, then that some of the men aren't quite there yet. So I do think that it's a natural thing for women to want to date older men. Um However, the gap can be tricky. If you're, if you're 25, you're dating a 40-year-old. I found with my friends who've done that, it's hard for them to relate as much um, to kind of his world. So, Okay. Yeah, I'm in total agreement. The, the thing is, I think you're, what you're missing, and I know this might sound shallow, but that's pretty much who I am. Yeah. But when, you're, <laughs> when you're right now, say you're 45, and you grew up in a time where – you know, this band, like Tears for Fears was cool or something like band, you know, and the, she doesn't know who that is. There's a disconnect because that's what shaped you. All of those experiences have shaped you into the person you are now. And when you're with a, a girl who's younger and can't really connect to all those experiences, there is a huge gap. But you're, you well, guys are talking about I, I, being in a relationship. In a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So what about, like, I guess this question is coming from, I, at my shower, like a long time ago, um... Uh, there were two girls who were having an argument there about one of my husband, or you know, my then fiance, but my husband's friends who was 37 and dating girls that were between the ages of 22 and 25. And one of them, uh, actually, no, both of them were kind of saying it was disgusting. Um, and I was being like the middle ground for that argument. I forget what their whole opposing views were. But basically, they were saying it's disgusting and that he should be dating women his own age. And I find that a lot of women, especially older women, like 30 plus, get really disgusted by older men who want to date women in their 20s. I think that happens because it sounds like a little insecurity on the woman's part. Yep, yeah, I agree. It's like, uh, you're only dating like girls that are really like thin and tight and look great and have no wrinkles. It's like, yeah, because... Because they're awesome. They're, they're, that's <laughs> yeah. what they want. But I do think I have found that I think men find it easier to date a girl where she's not really going to challenge him at all. So I'm talking like young, like, you know, tw- early, early 20s, and they're like, 
upper 40s. Like, that's a girl who's just going to be excited with whatever you give her. Oh, what well, is wrong with that? Well, look. I look, mean, not, that's fine for them. <laughs> yes. Men, the, the, here's what's messed up for women, but it's great for men, is men, we get better with age. Oh, don't do this argument. We, we get <laughs> it better. does makes me depressed, don't. actually. Women, I was talking women, about how my face was getting it's saggy truth, in the bathroom. It, the truth is, is men get older, younger women, and all types of women find them more and more attractive. It's just how it is. And for these older men, per se, that didn't necessarily get those super hot girls when they were younger because they did not have the confidence to get those mm-hmm. girls. Money. Now that they've been, or the money, exactly. Because right? yeah. a lot of men believe money and confidence go hand in And it really does in some cases. Um, but now that they're older, they have money, they have some status, they now understand women and have that confidence they didn't have when they were younger, they're going after these younger girls. And it's purely for physical. Like, older men don't go after a younger girl to have a conversation. It's purely physical. It's the tight skin. It's the nice body. Well, and they're more it's, exciting. They're more open. They're bigger risk takers. They yeah. they don't have as much like baggage attached exactly. to them. Yeah, they haven't been hurt as much. There's not yeah. going to be as much nagging and complaining. Yeah, exactly. Because well, the question which I find that, is the core of a relationship. By the way. <laughs> right. But but let's talk. Let's themselves. let's also talk about these girls. Like a yeah. lot of these girls aren't like coming from solid family homes. Right. Some of these girls are missing that father figure in their life. And forty-year-old dude becomes that kind of figure. We were For talking sure. about in the car on the way over here, Marnie and I, about how it is a psychological thing sometimes that girls are looking to fill that void of what mm-hmm. their dad didn't give them, or or if their dad was a bad guy, they would they would look for those qualities too. So I think that it definitely is a psychological. Yeah, thing. Well, and, you know, I guess this question for me is coming from like I get a ton of people writing into me saying, you know, I'm fifty-four. I feel like a disgusting man if I want to date girls in their 20s, but I do. I do want to date women in their 20s. Is that allowed? And I always say, like, as long as they're over the legal age, like, play ball. Like, yeah, have, I have I fun. I don't think there should be shame involved because they're not children. You know, right. it's not like they're looking to date, like, in the elementary school, like, playground. But, I mean, sometimes the bar scene seems just as young as the elementary school playground. So as long as you're into and can handle the fact that maybe she might not be having the conversations you want to have yeah. and you know what you're in getting into, it's fine. Yeah. Cool. So just know it's complicated. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we're going to talk to Adam about all that because he has some, I guess, some rules about dating younger women or things to do in order to attract younger women to you. Because every time that I've seen, I feel like we're on speed today. We're talking so fast. We but are. We are. We are. Jeez, we got to slow fast. down a little bit. We're just so excited to be here. Um, I know. Uh, so every time I see him out, he's 50 plus and he is always with somebody who is between the ages of 25 and 30, super hot and super intelligent. Mm, as well throwing a curveball i know exactly so when we get back we're going to talk to adam galad yeah and we are going to analyze this and talk about dating younger women ting is a new mobile service that really makes sense it does. I've been hearing about it everywhere. It's basically like a pay-as-you-go program with cell phones, which is awesome because nobody else does that. Yeah, and there's no contracts whatsoever. Finally, yeah. I get so tired of the contract thing. So this is actually completely contract-free, and you have no early termination fees. That's pretty amazing. Well, the thing that I actually like about it, because I've never heard of something like this before, but but it is pay-as-you-go, but you can like select the things that you need for you. It's, it's on a very individual basis. So it's like creating your own phone plan. It's basically. almost like 
like going to a candy store and they all have the candy like bins and you can select what candy you want to put into your bag. Exactly. It's for you specifically. Right, because Haley was talking about it before when we were driving here and she was saying how annoying it was because her phone bill was so high and most of the things it. she pays for, she doesn't use, which I think is... is so you basically don't have to pay for the services that you don't have, like, you know, voicemail or hotspot, three-way calling. You don't have add-on charges with this. Whatever you use, you get put into a bucket. If you guys want to find out more about Ting, go to askwomen.ting.com and you can find out all the details. Their website is really user-friendly. So go to askwomen.ting.com to receive $25 off your first device purchase or $25 in service credit if you bring in your own phone. So stop overpaying for your cell phone and go to ting.com right now and use the calculator to see how much you will save. Ting.com, mobile that makes sense. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. All right. Welcome. Welcome back to the Ask Women podcast. We have Adam Galad with us. He is the author of 10 books. He taught at Stanford. He is uh, Emmy nominated. Yes. He is a dating expert and he is banging 22 year olds and having a lot of fun at it. I already made this joke earlier, but because of like your list of credentials, we need to change your name to just Adam like God instead of we got to take out the (laughs) Adam God. You and my mom. Oh, no, I'm just thinking saying. about you and my mom. Oh, yeah. well, I <laughs> so, was too. Weird. So tell us, okay, so what is the secret to dating? Actually, t- tell a little bit about like, your dating life and oh, the wow. women that you date. Because okay. I was saying before, you don't just date like hot young women. They're, they're hot young women who are also intelligent and yeah. awesome and amazing. And has this always been the case or is this something that you've just gotten good at as you've gotten older? Oh, definitely. As I've gotten more experience. We don't like to use the word older. Um, <laughs> so, no, I actually got married when I was 23. I was traveling around the world, let a, met a beautiful, blonde, drill sergeant, sharpshooter, Israeli officer. So what? She was blonde and it was, how I does that know, happen? Score, and she had an apartment. And... Um, <laughs> And she was like super highly educated, super highly creative, whatever. We just like, I fell in recognition. That's what I would say. It wasn't even love. I just said, I know you. I'm going to marry you. I literally said that. Oh, I like that term. Yeah. So we just, I just knew I was going to marry her. And so we got married. I was like 23. How long from when you met her to when you married her? Five months. Wow. wow. You ever heard the term impetuous youth? <laughs> Me. So, uh, yeah, I got married really young. We traveled the world, went to graduate school together, had kids. We wow. still have kids. And uh, <laughs> I got single, which I always say I never say I got divorced because I don't define myself as divorced, but I just define myself as single. Okay. Um, at age 39, having never really been on a date as an adult, having never gone to a bar. You know, I was, yeah. you know, Chuck E. Cheese, lots of Chuck E. Cheese, lots of Disneyland, lots of playgrounds. No bars, right? right. No wow, Vegas. that's crazy. So I had no idea how to meet women. And in fact, I still felt married. You know, if you've ever been in a long-term relationship, it was like embarrassing. Plus, I felt like I, you know, my life was crushed because my family was my life and all that. And it was a peace, yeah. peaceful divorce. But still, I had no experience. Like, where do you meet girls? I don't know. I'll go back to the playground. No. Yeah. Um, so, the, you know, I did what most sort of married dads do. I dated all the single moms from the baseball team that I coached. Right. And that was great because it comes with juice boxes and, you know, fruit rolls. <laughs> orange and, slices. Yeah, orange slices, right? And when I left in the morning, I was like a sandwich and a bag. <laughs> so that was awesome. And I had no idea how to do anything. I was I was really lost. And then someone said, well, have you heard of this thing called online dating? And I'm like, well, what's that? And they showed me. And I'm like, I can write to them. <laughs> so, I, you know, I've... Mr. Poetry. Yeah, exactly. All my life I've written poetry. I've written sc- screenplays. I did like 20 TV shows, lots of movies. And so I know how to craft 
feeling through language. And so I started writing profiles and it became like this new art form for me. And I don't know how long we go back, Marnie, but like five years, you know, all my friends are like, where are you meeting all these beautiful women? I'm like, there's this thing called online dating where you put up a profile and all these women write to you. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, they don't. And I said, well, let me see your profile. And you, they had no idea how to communicate with a woman. And for me, it was literally like an art form. I would play with that and dropping sort of hints and teases and images and yeah. fantasy so words and sensual language. were hiring you to – No, no, no. Or you are helping them out and writing their profile. Well, I wrote a book about it. So okay. I was writing a movie for Disney, I think, and I wrote on a whim. I wrote a book about how to construct a profile that speaks to a woman's heart in the language that they actually feel. And kind of the mode is brass balls, tender heart. Like you really have to show both sides of this mm-hmm. thing. Right. And it works. And I sort of published this book online. It became a huge hit. And suddenly I was a dating guru. Um, but I had really had by then a couple of years of experiencing a lot of dates, you know, a lot of women and a lot of experience. No, no, no. Let me ask you, uh, what are some mistakes yeah. that men are making? Because I feel that's where they're ruining their chances. Right. So I agree with you. Um, men, here's the thing. And women do it too, by the way. I also have a whole suite of products and programs for women because they make the same mistakes from the other direction. So the mistakes men make, and, and it's a natural mistake, and so you've got to compassion. Men evolved basically over the million years or so that we've been around to, to basically hunt, right? So we hunt. We wink, we go that way, you know, we don't see, we point and we communicate without speaking. So men really haven't evolved to talk very well right. and express their emotions, express their feelings because it wasn't we important, won't. right? Yeah. It wasn't important, right? Whereas the women were back in the cave or the village or the spa these days, I guess, right. with other women and, uh, and the kids trying to figure out who's on my side, who's not on my side, who's safe. And so women developed speech and you have five speech centers. We have one. If we damage our speech center in the upper what is it? Upper left, uh, uh, mo- uh, what's it called? Lobe. We can't talk. You got That's four fucking backup units. We're you pretty know? awesome. You're awesome that way. And so we call it women's intuition today, right? Yeah. So women b- basically communicate, use language to connect, right? Mm-hmm. Men use language to convey information. So I, most, most uh, online sort of dating uh, profiles for men are what I call garage sale profiles. They're like, okay, <laughs> I'm a lawyer. I've been to 27 countries. I like to scuba dive. Date me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why? Who are you? Where's your heart? What if what about exactly. your family? You I'm know? getting no feelings who from your you profile. Love? Yeah, who do you care about? Like, what do you dream of? You know, what turned you on, right? So, um, so that's the number one mistake. Men communicate like men, which is, again, normal. But you really have to think, how can you in- inflame the imagination of a woman who doesn't know you yet? So like, what I teach in my, in my online dating book is how to um, basically get women to write you first. And that's what happens. So Really? Totally. So you don't even have to like pursue them, dude. Or? I got. I am. I am. You looking at me? I'm five nine. I don't have all my hair. I'm not some tall Greek god at all. I got literally twenty five hundred emails to me last year in a six month period because of the quality of the profiles. Because mm-hmm. you offer something, you know, you invite them into a world. You craft a world. No matter who you mm-hmm. are, you can do this. And you're not lying. It's not like you're making no, up never. a world. Oh, of you're, course not. You really do have an exciting world. And even if, like, let's say there are guys who are, who are listening right now saying, oh, well, I work a nine-to-five job, and I do this and this. I'm not very interested. Right. What do you say to these it's guys? It's a great question. So and one of the other mistakes, and I'll give you a great example. I always tell them in my book, I tell men, don't write your job title. Because immediately everyone's nodding, right? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, you're yeah. Like, yeah. So, so yeah, because you're in a box. You're like, oh, he's a lawyer. I dated a lawyer. Lawyers are assholes. Right. No more lawyers, right? right? So what I and and this is about speaking to the heart of a woman because the core of a woman generally is how do I love? How do I feel love? That's generally the dialogue that's going on in most women's minds and bodies. So what you do instead is you talk about how you serve other people, how you connect to other people. So even if you're at a nine to five, you don't say what your job is, but you say how you help people. 
right? How you connect with people. And you talk about the people in your life. I love my friends and you talk about why, you know. I, I talk about my high-vibing tribe, you know, of I, – I do a very high-vibing tribe of, you know, entrepreneurial, thought leader, crazy yeah. people. But whatever you are, you have a tribe. You have a friend's. And it's you have it a friends, right? You have <laughs> friends. You talk, Italian. You talk about lo- you know what you love about the people you work with. You yep. know, find something positive and human connection, and they're like, oh, this guy's a heart. And that's sexy. Like a woman wants a guy who has a really fun crew. Like I, I think that's the sexiest thing to know that you, he has great male friends and like a like you call them a tribe. Yeah, that's it's a really turn on. And, and yeah, and their pictures, by the way, it's really funny. Um, you know, when you look at guys' pictures online, they'll be like, here I am with my shirt off in the woods. Here I am with my shirt off in the basement. Here How I am with my crop? shirt off in the kitchen. The crop with like half oh, yeah, the face. Like You're like, I, just make it a full crop. Here's where I macheted my ex-wife, you know, and you can see part of her face <laughs> sticking so, so, to mine. So what do you recommend then for pictures? Well, that's a great question because you mentioned the tribe. So you want to show that you're not a lone wolf. So for men, I recommend this. I recommend four pictures, right? Just to make it easy. First of all, don't put 20 pictures because then you're like a needy motherfucker, right? And you're like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Men aren't here for display. Women are here for display. Men right. are here to discern. So four aspects of yourself. I always say one picture that's um, you being dignified. So in a suit, if you've ever been in a tux, but looking good if, if you're on stage, on stage. If you're on stage teaching or in any kind of authority position, yeah. women like that. Okay, that's number power. one. Power. Power. Yeah. Power picture. Number two, outdoor, athletic, something that shows your body. Hopefully, you're in relative shape, but something that shows you healthy and outdoors, so that you're not like seen just in, in the bathroom, holding, you know, doing a selfie. <laughs> right. Don't do that. <laughs> Which no. I oh, hate. God, I'm the worst. Right. Number three, you want to have a picture of you with your friend. Uh, what is it? Then you with your friends. So a social world so you're not some lone, scary wolf. Because if I had a sister, you know, I would say every guy out there is an axe murderer until proved otherwise. Right. So you want to show that you have friends. Yeah. And don't put a picture with you, those hot girls you asked to take a picture with you at the win, you know, when you're in Vegas. Because <laughs> when would you go, oh, he hangs around with, like, little hotties. Why would I want to be with him? Right. Or don't – and don't take – don't even use pictures of you with your, you know – facial hair <laughs> cousins so like to show that you like women the women go ew he hangs out with like ugly girls so something in the middle basically hopefully with guys and girls don't try to show that you're popular so with women just show that you have a social world and then the fourth one should be something fun and provocative so I've done all kinds of crazy things so like oh. the one that I, well not that crazy but um, oh. but one that I use is when I was in the Amazon I do crazy shamanic Amazon like medicine journeys with in the middle of with the, ayahuasca and yes sir oh, life I just watched My a documentary man. about dude, that dude that is everyone listening ayahuasca look it up it's the next phase of humanity you, have, you <laughs> have been hanging out with Joe Rogan I haven't hanging out with Joe Rogan oh um, I want to talk about that later yeah we will I mean but it's, it's great it's mind expansion but when I was down there there's this animal called a tapir it's, it's related to the elephant and it looks kind of like a pig with a big pendulous nose you probably dated uh-huh. people like this right um, so and he came wandering out of this wom- woman this female came wandering out of the forest and I was like literally like scratching its stomach and so we have a picture of me scratching the stomach of this horrific animal right and like I put it up yeah, and I go yeah you can love ugly that's I, attractive I know it got me all the ugliest women you with pendulous noses yes right that's what I wanted he'll take me but, uh, but then you put like a funny thing on it women will write like what's that animal or like is that a pig and, I'm, and I would always respond excuse me that was my last girlfriend and I really found it <laughs> offensive you know and then suddenly you're having fun online so you have yeah. some, these are like it's like it's like those long lines I forget what they call them those fishing lines with lots of little hooks your profile should have all those little hooks like here's your moral high bar here's your electric contrast here's your sensual language here's your promise of the future here's what it feels like to be with me here's something funny here's something inspiring and like oh wow there's a complex human being here yeah. so whoever you are you can do that and I show you how to do that. 
That's it, wonderful. Wow. Actually, and I'm going to have a link up on my site. So winggirlmethod.com slash Adam G. I'm going to have all that information Jeez. there about where to get all of these products. So they, you have an, uh, like so a ton of products yeah. that are wonderful. And, and Adam, Thank look, you. you're, you're an older dude. How old are you? Hey, I'm a man of experience. You're a man of experience. I'm in my right? late, 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 late 20s. Okay, so you're in your late, 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 late 20s. But <laughs> internet and, and online dating was not around when you first started dating. No, no, no. I only first started dating like 2001. So. Yeah, and, and there's, it was there. There, there are a lot of people who are against online dating. A lot of people who are against and what do you, what food, what do you eating you, pussy. I don't know. You know figure do you, it out. What do you say to those people that I are having trouble? I know people who say that. What? what do you say to those people that are, that are having trouble meeting people but are against online dating? Well, like, they're nuts. They're first nuts. of all, the latest yeah. statistics are something like 19% of marriages now start online. It's the second highest way of meeting. So do like murders? Well, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's true. Look, you can... There's in my book I tell especially women especially women safety and I teach men how to like make sure a woman feels safe always meet in a public place and all that kind of stuff um, there's no reason to be against it 65% I believe of people now online date who are yep. single um, there are so many niche sites and there are ways if you do it right to filter correctly so that you're only meeting the people you really want to meet. I agree. I feel like it's old school thinking. I mean, right. we live in a life now where we have who we are is our personality online. I mean, we're fools to think that it's different for dating. It's like that's who we are. Yeah. You don't only do, have to use online dating. You can do other things as well. It's just have, another avenue. Oh, I have a whole system how to use online dating to filter people into your party circuit so that yeah. now you're doing both. And, and you know, will you write to them and say, hey, look, you know, I hate online dating because right, it's still that thing. I hate <laughs> online dating, but you seem really cool. I think you would really fit well into my... Uh, into this uh, group of friends, you know. Why don't Do you, you call come? it the party circuit? No, I, I call it. I like, be part of that. Uh, I know, right? But it's like, come join my group of friends. We get together every Thursday night at this place, and then you just build a world yeah. from your online and offline worlds and make it natural and normal. Say, bring a friend, bring a guy. I don't care. You sound really cool. I think yeah. I like you. I love that. Mm. Well, I want to. I want to like transfer this over to younger women. Me so too. For, for you, okay. So you are dating online, and you're meeting a lot of younger women on there who are approaching yeah. you. So what? So how? What, how do you make this happen? What do you do? All right. So we'll take a big step back. So, okay. all right. So I was married till I was 39, right? Went through most of my 40s and um, have dated women all ages. You know, not Betty White, but, you know, up to Betty White. Right. And <laughs> down to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> well, I guess Selena Gomez turned 21 today. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I didn't start with any prejudice toward one thing or another. And I was really raising my kids through the 40s. They're now in college. And so I'm – so I have kind of stayed life, right? But now kids are out of the house. Right. Yeah. I'm free for the first time in my entire adult life. Wow. Yeah. So I'm and I'm free to travel and you know my business is mobile. I write and I think and I teach. That's what I do. And so I could be anywhere. And so that's my lifestyle. So who am I going to be with? Women in their 30s generally are looking to get generally looking to get married or have kids, which is great, you know, but I'm not really looking for that right now. So that leaves me 20s and 40s. 40s generally have kids at home. They can't travel or they have what's, what's it called? Jobs. jobs. They have right. jobs. Oh, what was that thing that people used to have, right? They have jobs, so they can't travel. Losers. Yeah, really. So it leaves me 20s and 70s, basically. So you know, call me old-fashioned. <laughs> I'm going to go for 20s. So, and here's the amazing – and I promise you, when I first started dating, I had no – I didn't think it was possible. I said, why would they want to go out with me? I had it totally backwards. So here's what's happened, I think, in the last 15 years or so. The internet has flattened the world. You know, everybody knows. You, you can go to, you can go to, I was in Columbia recently, I was in the career. Everyone reads the same thing. They read yeah. the same sites. They yeah. all know BuzzFeed. They all know, you know, um, all the same things that we read. They know about the same stuff. So, like, the world is flattened. And if you're authentically youthful, 
instead of falsely young, which is one of the key distinctions I make in, in my program for men on how to date younger. Um, if you're authentically youthful, meaning you're vital, you're curious, you're interested, you follow what's going on, you're developing yourself emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, physically, socially. You're not right? miserable, basically. You're, yeah, you're not. Then you're, you're still an, looking for adventure. Yeah, you're still having adventure, right? Yeah. And so you're, that makes you authentically youthful. So I actually get along better with women in their 20s who are like that, by the way, not just any woman in the 20s. Right. People who are smart and ambitious and who read and who are internet savvy. You know, so we, we just get along easily. I mean, my best male friends, you know them, Marnie, are in their yes. 20s. Like, how did that happen? Right. right. Is it hard to find, um, do you ever, we were talking about this earlier, like things that you relate to because you have such a different background of things that you know versus what they know, or is that not even no, a problem? No, I watched Barney when they were watching Barney just for different reasons. No. Uh, <laughs> That's right. true. He has sons their age, so he knows their whole world. No, it's true. Like, I thought that was going in a weird sexual direction. <laughs> Me yeah. too. I was like, where are you, you going with this? Barney, like yeah. I knew Barney. Um, no, so it's a great question. Um, in fact, the like again, I don't just date anyone in the twenties, right? So, well, the first woman who I who t- wrote to me, she was literally twenty years old. I was like forty nine, and um, do you have your age listed on your profile? Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Huh. So, um, so she was like twenty, and she was amazingly smart. She she basically came from Eastern Europe. She with her family. She put herself through school. She was getting herself to medical school. Right. She had read all my, you know, but she wrote to me because we had the same same favorite books. I was like, well, this is interesting. And we wrote back and forth. And we ended up being really close. She's on the different side of the country now. But we're still really close. And she's someone we just have, we have a lot in common in terms of our interests. And what I tell men is, um, look, don't try to put yourself into their world. Right? I, I have two ways of looking at, at, at how men can carry themselves in the world. And, you know, now the, the only advantage of getting older is perspective, right? right? So young men, naturally, by who they are, are on the hunt, right? You're on the hunt. You're on the hunt for women. You're on the hunt for identity. You're always trying to prove yourself. You're fighting against your father. You're fighting against your bosses. You're saying, this is me. This is my identity. This is my identity. You get to 40, and it's like a roller coaster. Chug, 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 chug. I'm like, oh, you're that guy. And then you look over the, yeah, and then you look <laughs> over the top, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> We're going down. Yeah. I'm going to have a good time. And so something really shifts. When they say life begins at 40, that kind of happens. So kind of if you're awake and, and awake to who you are and awake to possibilities today, you're kind of in the same state as young 20s because you're, okay, I'm going to live my life. I'm not going to get caught up in social expectations or, or bolstering my stupid ego, going back to ayahuasca. You know, I'm not, it's like not that important to me anymore to prove my identity. I'm really here to live my life. Right. right? So that kind of happened to me at 40. Um, so when, when you're in this phase of life where you've basically got your identity, and women tell me this all the time. I always ask younger women, why do you date guys who are older? And they go, they know who they are. They're not children. Right. right? They, and another thing they always say is they pay more attention to me. Like they, they're more interested in who I am. And it's, and it's not a slight like young guys suck. It's not that. It's that young guys are, for very good reasons, building their identity. They're more concerned with their own yeah, they're you know, focusing on themselves. They have to. And they should. Nature. Right. Yeah. Whereas I got lots of time to talk to somebody. And I also bring something. You know, If you have some experience, you, you can bring experience. You can bring mentorship. You can bring ideas, uh, contacts. You, know, you have more inspiration to offer and for you sure. have more interest in them. And here's a note for any dads listening, by the way. I have found that one of the most um, useful or attractive things that I have, qualities I have, is just I'm naturally attentive because I raised babies, you know, right. into adulthood. So I know what, I watch them. I know what's going on. I know when they're not safe. So I'm naturally attentive and protective, which is something young guys generally don't think about. So the, there are lots of reasons younger women are attracted to guys of experience. For sure. What's happened? Have there been any examples with these younger women and coming in contact with your children? 
Oh yeah. Like, what's the dynamic there? Oh, they they get along great. Like, <laughs> I'm really sure they good do. Friends. Yeah. They're like <laughs> they're like oh the yeah. Do you like, yeah, like do you have a copy of the homework like that? Right. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Add um, me on Facebook. <laughs> well, what? Tell me about women in their 20s because you were saying women in their 30s are like this. Women in their 40s are like this. Not everybody, but yeah, okay. But tell me about women who are in their 20s because even for guys who are 20 yeah. who are listening to this. Um, I want them to know what women in their 20s are like, what they're going through. And, you know, right. we can obviously chime in because we were women in our yeah. 20s. But I'd love to hear what you have to say. Well, I mean, this is just from my experience. I've never been a woman in my 20s. I've thought about it. But right. I have not been one. Um, so i gotta, I got to stop listening to the Dan Savage um, podcast. <laughs> um, so um, this is my experience. All right? So it's just it's – a, it's a slice of life. Um, everything is available today. If you're at all awake to what the fuck is going on in the history of humanity, if you have any perspective, everything is available for the first time in human history. Yeah, mm-hmm. All knowledge is available, right? So women who are awake to that realize that they can create what they want in the world, right? So the ones that I know are highly ambitious. They read a lot. They're aware of what's going on. They know, they've read the game. They know all the tricks. They, they, don't, you know, they don't want to be bothered with bullshit, right? right? And they can see through it quickly. So they want to expand their world, and they really want to experience the world. Kind of like – I mean I was like that anyway before the internet. So like my version of the internet was the New York Times going right. up in New York, right? So I, I, it's really funny. I can like trace my early life through which section I would pull out first. So first it was the sports section, right? Follow the Mets, follow the Knicks, all that. <laughs> then it was the magazine section, and the back of the magazine section was this magical land for me. My favorite's always the obituaries. Oh, yeah, very nice. <laughs> we will not be hanging out. <laughs> but, um, but um, yeah, people love the obituaries because you learn about the world, right? You learn about cool people. Well, because it's funny. Or you just like when people die. No, yeah. Okay, that's nice, that's sweet. <laughs> I'm glad I'm on this side of the table. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, but so the back of the magazine section is this magical thing when I was growing up. Because, first of all, there are pictures of, like, castles and houses that were for sale around the world. Oh, yeah. Like, real, like high-end real estate. And I was, like, in suburbia. And I'm like, yeah, castles, like, villas. And I would learn about People all those places. People do this. People live like this. And then there were, like, adventure tours. And then student exchange tours. And we had no money, right? right? And so I would dream of traveling the world. And I did it. I ended up, like, working three jobs, including janitor of town hall. When I was, like, 15, I sent wow. myself to Europe. And I was, like, the first one in my group who ever went to Europe. Wow. That's all I wanted to do is explore and see the world. Well, today... You know, people in their 20s who are awake to what's possible, who aren't like stuck in their religious or cultural or parental, you know, strictures, can see that they can do anything today. You can go anywhere in the world. And so that's sort of my natural way of being, and that's the kind of person I'm attracted to. So yeah. I find that women um, feel like anything's possible, and they really want to live their life, especially in their 20s, before they do have kids, because that does, you know, that does slow you down. For sure. On the traveling thing for a while. So yeah. there's, they're excited about life. And I yeah. don't mean to put down other women, by the way. I always try to make a point of this. It's not like women in their 40s are like bitter, angry bitches, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, they've got more to worry about. They've got yeah. mortgages. They've got kids. They've got more ex-husbands. They have more on their plate. So younger women are, are more enthusiastic about living life, you know, which is a, a very revitalizing thing for a guy, too, to be oh. around that. Yeah, that was a good answer. Um, I actually want to go into analyze this right now because we have a caller on the yeah. line and he's been waiting for a very long time to yes. speak to us. And Adam, hopefully you'll stick around to answer some of these questions. Sure. So what we do for analyze this is we have writers, uh, people write in emails to us or call us on the phone and they give us a situation that they're having with a woman or with a man. And then we break it down for them and analyze this. It's kind of like being married again. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. So d- hello. Who's there? Hello. Yeah, it's me, Kendall. Hi, Kendall. Hey, Kendall. How are you? Hey, guys. Uh, listen, I just want to say how good, I, I love your show. I, I, I never miss it. <laughs> Thank 
That feels awesome. We love you, Kendall. Yeah, yeah you're great. Well, well, yeah, I actually have a question for you. I've been kind of, you're like, you guys are the perfect people to ask this. You know, are women really, uh, are the looks really matter to women? Do looks really matter to women? That's funny because we were just talking about that before. So actually, I'm going to let Adam answer this question. So we have Adam Galad with us right now, and he is a dating expert. He's written 10 books. We've been talking about dating online and dating younger women, and I think he is the perfect person to answer this question. Okay. Hey, man, how are you? How are you? Hey, man. All right. So I just want you know, I've always had this, I've always kind of struggled with this. You know, are the looks really better to women? Okay. You know, are... Yeah, we've got it. He'll, he'll take so care men, of it. So men, men, <laughs> you know, there, there's an old truism, and it's a truism because it's true, is that men tend to be much more visual, right? And I can go into the whole evolution of male vision, right? Yeah. Just if something just moves on the periphery, we're like alert to it. Women aren't, so mm-hmm. I won't get into the, that. So we tend to be more visual in general because we've lived our life through our eyes. Women, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. On one level, yeah. women do care, of course. But, there's, but I want to put a big caveat on this. What really attracts women to men, I think, on a deeper level, and there are always variations, right, right? Um, yeah. is do they admire you? Uh-huh. Are you a yeah. man who they actually admire? And it has mm-hmm. absolutely been my experience with the men I work with and everything is if you're an admirable man, if you're doing something worthwhile in your life, if you carry yourself with dignity, if you're, if you're, if yeah. you're serving sure. the community and serving the world in any kind of noble way, women are like, yeah. God, I like that guy. And you cannot be the best-looking guy in the world and still attract highly attractive women. So all that said and done, yeah, take care of your health. Don't drink Coca-Cola. I hope you're not a sponsor. You know, like watch your food, work out, stay healthy and vital. But know that the, the, in general, women want to look up to their men. And, yeah. yeah, and Adam was talking earlier about um, – with the online dating profiles where you see yeah. the heart where he really makes his profile so you can see the heart of a man and really truly what it boils down to is if a woman's attracted to your heart and who you are yeah, I, mm-hmm. I've known yeah and I've had several situations in my life where I've been very 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 attracted to definitely not the most um, hands tr- traditionally handsome man so yeah. you know it just again yeah varies case to case but it's the opportunity is always there and, and, and look my friend if, if you don't feel that you're worthy enough or you don't feel like you're good looking enough that's mm-hmm. what you're gonna project to people if, yeah if you can you, tell you need to think yeah, about I, yourself like, worth. yeah I've read that in Marty's book and stuff yeah it's also Kendall it's one of those things where women are really attracted to men who treat the people in their life um, well there's nothing sexier uh-huh. to me than seeing how you know a man treats his mom how he treats his friends yeah. so it's like you know when you start to radiate that and start to really do some work on your inner self in the way that you what you're projecting what most of what you're putting out there that's how you're yeah. really going to start to change things and you're going to feel that change I will say I will I will yeah. say this there has been one underlying common denominator amongst uh-huh. the guys that I've been attracted to who aren't the most physically attractive Seinfeld is, is, is <laughs> well Larry David. yes yes their love of Seinfeld um, is their confidence level has been high. They haven't had that insecurity. So I think what what is important to work on is having the confidence to go along with all those great attributes. Because if you yeah, don't feel great yeah, about yeah, your yeah. looks, but you're doing all these nice things, it's not going to bring in the women the way that you would hope. You know, you well, have to have that yeah. well, I'm gonna, I'll tell you a quick story. 
Um, oh. So I was out with my girlfriend months ago now. But she leaned over to me and said, that guy over there is so super hot. He looked like an Abercrombie model. She's like, I want to talk to him. So I was like, all right, well, then go talk to him. She's like, I don't know how to. So I tapped him on the shoulder and said, this is my friend. And he was like, blah, blah. giant shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> swerving around. Shoulder. Yeah, the Ken doll swerving around. Um, and so they <laughs> had a conversation for about 15 minutes. And I started talking to somebody else. And she came back up to me and said, Marnie, I was giving you the help me eyes for the past 13 minutes. I wanted you to save me from that conversation. He was good looking, but he was the most unattractive man I've ever talked to. And I thought yeah. that that was an interesting statement because she was bored out of her mind. Yeah. So uh, if so, for, so for us, yes, looks are important. Okay, that's what we see first before we see who you're, who you are, and what your character is, and that's what yeah, really yeah. helps us shape how we perceive you. Yeah, and and there's a lot, there's so much to say about I know. this. Yeah. I, I have a friend who's a she's a she's a Playboy model, uh, cover girl twice. Also, two degrees, Rice University, no slouch, like an amazing young woman, right? Did you say no slouch? Yeah. She's no slouch. She oh, I thought no like slouch. she's like her back is. Yeah, she, she's got <laughs> <a> great posture. <laughs> I'm all about posture. Like, like, what I are care you about. talking about? Yeah, but she <laughs> was. <laughs> she called me from a rooftop uh, bar. I think it was in Denver. And, yeah, and yeah. she's like, I'm sitting here with this amazingly beautiful friend of mine, and nobody's walking up. No one's talking to us. They're afraid. And then she, she walked to the elevator, and everybody rushed her. Like, right, very typical thing. What happens is with very good-looking people, we have a, a male friend in common. Mm-hmm. Who He's I'm, been on the show. Yeah, okay. So who And, and what happens with really good-looking people, either they don't develop the other aspects of their personality yep. so that they make a great partner because they don't have syndrome. to, right, or pretty yeah. boy syndrome. We live in L.A. Or the opposite is they don't trust people's love yeah. and affection. Yeah. So they're always pushing away. They become emotionally very unstable, and they can't love because they never because they get they get so much attention for not who they are but what they look like that they don't trust love. So mm-hmm. looks are way overrated when it comes to actual happiness. I completely I agree. agree. Yeah. Well, I hope that answers your question, but and thanks yeah. for calling in. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I actually like, really, this is like the, the best podcast like I've, I've, I've ever really. Oh, <laughs> what? I love Kendall. you. Kendall. We love yeah. you. You can call in every single day. I'll give you my cell phone number later. But thank you. Thanks for, thanks for answering. Thank Go you. get them. Have, have a good show. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Kendall. All right. I have some more questions. So I want to pick the best one, actually. Okay. So here is another question. All right. He says, hello, everyone. This is from Arthur. I've been working part-time in temp job for the last year or so. I've been fortunate to receive financial help from my family, but the downside or upside is I'm living at home. I want to start dating, but part of me is unsure if the women I want will want a man in my situation. Should I concentrate on finding a full-time job and moving out before I try dating? P.S. Love your show and Marnie's Wing Girl Method saved my life when it comes to interacting and attracting women. Thanks, Arthur. You just had to throw that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so so what do you have to say to Arthur? Is is that like? Uh, I'm curious what stage I'm, of his life he's in yeah, because we've see. all had the time where you, after college, or I'll tell myself that we all move back home and you're hanging out in dad's basement, and um, that's okay, you know. But I think if he's 30 or if he's getting up there, like absolutely. Women want a man who is independent, who's making his own money. Yeah, I mean, but, but it also depends on what age the woman is you're meeting and what stage of life she's in yeah. herself. You know, I it just it, it depends and depends on what he's looking for. If he's looking for a woman that's serious and wants to settle down and have kids and all those types of things, um, she's probably looking for those things. But if you, like like our our friend over here was saying, 
If you're a good look, if if you have a good perspective on life, if you're adventurous, you have a good attitude. It really doesn't matter where you are living in your financial situation. People are attracted to that, and that might matter down the line. Yeah, it's gonna be weird when you go upstairs and your mom's like, "Oh, good morning, you guys. Yeah. Did you want?" It's some definitely waffles? not an asset. However, I want to say something really important about um, um, mobility. In a sense. I always say when I teach, I always say a man with a plan is sexy. Mm-hmm. A man without a plan is not sexy. All the girls are nodding. Amen. Say, yeah, okay. Amen. So that means on a date, like you have a plan. Like I have a whole thing in my book called State the Date, Claim the Date. Here's what's going to happen. Bam, right? I'm going to create an experience for you because I'm the guy. But a man who's in motion in his life, you could be living at home and working on your own company or studying for your whatever degree. But if you're in motion – that's the good. That's the important thing. If a woman, you can have a great job, but be a static motherfucker and not growing emotionally or any other Absolutely. way, and have lots of money and be like wow. that guy with the it's shoulders. It's the way that you frame something. It's not about the position that you're in. It's the way that you think about it. The way that you frame other people. The way and- I call it is be the ride women want to get on. And yes, yeah. it's a double entendre, mm-hmm. but it's also true. Like be the ride women want to get on. Invite them into your life. And I love the way that you put that because I never had really broken it down or articulated it like that. But knowing that you're in motion and you see a guy's path and what he's doing. And you guys, vice versa. You don't want to date a girl who's just – she has a great job but she's bored out of her mind. That's boring. You know, It's like I think that's an equal thing. And Absolutely. You want way of looking so, at so how does he present this then? So if he is going to date with a girl – and she says, where do you live? And he says, well, with my parents. Like, what I think is, he should be focusing on his, his – What he should be focusing on his finances. He should get sure. out of there. Absolutely. Okay. He, so asked he, what he shouldn't be dating right now? If I was him, I would, I would say get your life together and come from a place of power. Did he, just, he didn't say how old he was? He did. No, he didn't say how old he was. Could, could he at least So you dating? said for him – so you're saying right now like take six months and just say I'm not dating these six months, but I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to be the right getting woman. Yeah, absolutely. Out of my I would house. put my attention there. Sure, sure. So what if it is a guy who maybe isn't as motivated and who is living at his parents' home for two years? Can he still date? Does he still have he Go to CVS and date one of the yeah. cashiers. <laughs> my mother works at CVS. <laughs> Your mom again. <laughs> well, the thing Ooh. is, it's like – is he saying, am I, uh, am I perceived as a total loser, basically? Like, do I have the right to be dating right now? It sounds be like, honest. It sounds like he thinks he's a total loser. Yeah. And he, he needs to get out of that mental state because that's going to bring him nowhere but down, not only in a relationship way but in a life way. <laughs> yeah, I got to say this because I can't help but just hold this in. Um, one time was really drunk out and um, met a guy in my mind. God, he was hot. He was charming. He was tall. He had ironic glasses. The next <laughs> he asked me out and, uh, yeah, I was like into it, super stoked, stoked about it. We met out at a bar. And I got there and we started talking and he forgot his credit card. I was like, all right, whatever. And then I found out he lived at home. And I got to be honest, man, it changed everything. I went home. I was like, sorry, man, I'm out. And it's how just old are like, you? Uh, I was 25. Okay. You know, it's like you got to see a man in motion, though. And I didn't see a man in motion. But that's different. So you're, he wasn't an exciting person. No, but when I found out he lived at home and I didn't know. And also beer, huge beer goggles, by the way. Was a thing. Yeah, that, that's, that's real. So no, that's Anyways. an honest. That's an honest response. Okay, so Arthur, hopefully that gave you some answers. I really like what Adam had to say because you were saying you know I have some part time jobs and temp jobs for right now, which which makes it sound like you know you're not really sure what you're doing with your life. So maybe make a plan, take six months to do it, and then to execute that plan. And then afterwards, when things are happening for you, things are in motion. That's when you can start dating again. Yeah, and lastly, I just want to say this: when you're doing something that you're not proud of, you're not happy, and then. 
you won't be happy with the person you're with right. just because Absolutely. you're not happy with yourself. So it's deep, Kristen. That's good. It's rare. Should we get from reading all those obituaries? Wisdom. Exactly. Wisdom. That was a quote in one of them. Um, okay, here is the next question from Sean from Virginia Beach, and this is actually going to be our last one. Uh, how much would it bother you if I started dating? If wait, if you started dating a new guy and an ex hookup is in his group of friends, do women just instinctively know that you've hooked up with this girl? Would that get brought up in their conversation? How do I handle it when my date asks, "Who's that girl who's being so friendly to me?" I'm not really sure of a good way to say, "Oh, that's the future you." Joke, but seriously, uh, Sean in Virginia Beach. So he's saying, like, should he tell this new girl that he's dating that? you slept with another girl in your friendship circle? Like, when do you bring that up? Does that make sense? I think I need to chart this out like a football. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so let me get this straight. He has a bunch of girlfriends, he has, and he's hooked up with almost all of them. I think he's referring to one or in one. his friend group. One. Right? His friend group. So they used and to bang, the and now she's in the and friend group, and now this new girl he's going to bring around. But why did he say they're, they're still friendly, or she's still ex, like really friendly to him? That I don't know. That, like that's the interesting point flag. for me, nice. too, Good that catch. she's acting overly friendly to right. you. So if but you're flirting with another girl, then obviously well, yeah, no, 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 that's friendly to her. Well, well not okay. to him. That, that's that's first of all, don't bring your new girlfriend into that lion's den because this girl that you used to hook up with is probably going to try and sabotage you in some way. Depending on the girl, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, had girl. This, I had this situation, so it depends on the emotional maturity of both the girls, basically. Huh. So if like I had a situation, you know, you know the woman I've been dating last week. Yeah. And so I said, I'm going to go to this party. It's it's an amazing like big Hollywood party. But like my my ex girlfriend invited me, and she's with this guy, and they're totally in love. And don't worry about it. And she she was like, all right. I almost lost the girl because of this. Because the ex girlfriend, because she's not emotionally mature, like let the new one know that she had dibs on me in some kind of way. Like she would, she was really crass and really sexual in a joking way, but in a really inappropriate way. Right. And I almost lost the new girl that night. Um, so she didn't have the emotional maturity. But if the person, that, I also have many girlfriends who have been really important to me who are still in my life, and they'll meet each other. And there's always a little bit of, you know, there's always a little bit of energy. But if the if the the old girlfriend, the ex girlfriend, whatever, or the ex woman. Is oh, she's probably still a woman? Is uh, is cool <laughs> about know. it? Let's and, so. and doesn't make that kind of claim on the man. That's good. And if the new woman is um, emotionally sort of self-validating and knows herself and feels confident in their relationship, it shouldn't be a big deal. Mm-hmm. How often does that happen? I would probably say less than fifty percent. For sure, yeah. but yeah. it's certainly possible. But it depends so, on the emotional. So maturity. should he tell her that he's hooked up with this other girl in his friendship well, circle? Well, y- you said that yeah. she is acting. By the way, yes. very, very yeah, friendly. She's going to know right away. Yeah, you'll tell oh, her yeah. anyway. And it's and it's. I, we I, know everything. They do. I always tell men that. So I have this program you could link up to it called the Boldness Code about like being bold, like meaning and that what that means is make your truth and make your will felt cleanly in the world without hesitation or. Yeah. Shyness or shame on the one hand, or on the other hand, without any kind of manipulation or bullying. Just say it. I just want you to know before you walk in that, you know, I used to go out with this woman and it's over. And I just wanted you to know that so you were up to date. That's fucking respectful of the new woman. I, 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 I think so as well because um, I had that situation actually uh, where my husband, I would say, didn't do it correctly because it, it feels uncomfortable to be the person in the dark. Especially when other people around you know something's going on. And one of his best female friends, who I actually felt no animosity towards. I hadn't really met her for the first year and a half of our relationship. But he never mentioned to me that they had 
hooked up at one point. Like they actually did one time out of their 20 year friendship that they had hooked up. And we were at uh, our place and his sister was in town and a friend of his was over who's just like an asshole and wanted to cause trouble. And he made a joke about it and everybody in the room got quiet for a second. And I was like, something's not right here. Something feels very uncomfortable that I am not aware of and I don't know what it is. And I sort of just like brushed it under the carpet and I went into the kitchen and my husband said to me, I have to tell you something that I never brought up before in the past because it doesn't mean anything. But here Here's what happened. I want to tell yeah. you about it. And I was happy he told me, but I, I do wish he had told me earlier about that because I'd interacted with her. I went to her wedding. Not that it's a big deal, it sucks with but it just, yeah, but it, I, I, he was just inside of her at one point. It's not that big a deal. But um, <laughs> Who wasn't? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it did, it, it, it made me feel very much in the dark and I felt lied to and I didn't like that. So I, I, I agree with what you guys are saying that you should definitely be bold and own who you are, you have feelings for this new girl now, yeah. but say, you know what, I, I used to hook up with that girl, and, but I'm totally and, into you I, right I now. I wouldn't say it that way. And this, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I used to anally penetrate her on Friday yeah. evenings. This never, details okay? are not important. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. this is never a win situation for the man. I have girls who I, I – we have a really close group of friends from high school, and there's about four girls in it. I've hooked up with all of them. I, I'm just one of those guys where I hook up with my girlfriends because – after hanging out with girls for a while and your sexual shit happens. So, Mo, is that where our relationship's going? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, 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 if I was single, I, he has those big group roofie dinners. <laughs> if, yeah. if I was single yeah. and you girls were all single, I'd probably go there. But because of it, my, my girlfriend has never gone along with these girls. Really? And they, I can see and, why, and though. And to this day, they, and it's become a real problem for her to where I, I've, I've really cut off my girlfriends from high school because. You know, I had to make the decision as a man moving yeah. forward. If this is the woman that I love and is there for me in my life, these old relationships I have are not as important. And you really got to weigh that out. So for they're this, not, but you also are still a human being who had a history. Yeah, yeah, but but you know that ego of well, I, I will never bros before hoes, or I got to stick up for my friends. Well, look, whoever your partner is, or your or the person your relationship is, you're in with needs to be a, a good friend or your best friend. For that matter, and you're, your only friend. Or you're, you're only friend or in your case. Friend. In your case. <laughs> exactly. So, but what I'm saying for this guy is, if this does become a problem for his lady, and you have to make a choice, like don't make that be a deal breaker if you really love your woman. Because what? When? At what point do you tell her? Like. At what point do you Before bring they up? physically Mid-sex. meet? Mid-sex. Before they yeah, physically mid-sex. meet. But let's say it was a girl that you kind of just hooked up with a couple of times. Do you have to tell her? I think if you, I just think if you are connected to the other person in the moment, any time is fine. If you guys are really understanding toward, toward one another. And how do you, how do you say Because you were saying the way that I said it was incorrect. <laughs> I used to bang this girl. Yeah. Um, so what is the right way that is respectful that won't cause the pot to be stirred? Well, I also look at it from a guy's point of view. If I'm with a woman and she's been with a guy, I want to know. If I meet him, because yeah. then yeah. I'm the big doofus going, hey, yeah. dude, let's right. be And that's pals. what happened to Marnie. Yeah. It's like when you're in that position, nothing's worse than feeling like you're the weirdo who you're didn't the know. And, and, yeah. and they're all snickering about it, and there right. you are. So you got to tell them before, I think, early on, too. Can I tell you uh, the arrangement I had with the woman I've been dating the last couple of years? Marnie knows her. She's magnificent. She's awesome. By the way, she's 40, I guess, 41. So I, I want to correct any like idea that I only date like really young girls. But she's uh, she's stunning, right? At <laughs> 40, like no one would believe it. Yeah. But um, she made a deal with me in the beginning. Um, it's, I call it kind of the man whore contract. And she yeah. said – that's what she calls it. Um, she said – here's the thing. Because I said to her, like a lot of the women I've dated are still part of my life. I've started a number of them in business and we're still friends. I mean I like them. And I said – and she said, you know, it's okay that if you're going to see somebody – but here's the deal I'd like to have. If you're going to see someone for lunch or something, um, just let me know. 
Like, no surprises. That's a great deal. Like, straight honest. So I'm going to meet this person for lunch today. There's nothing going on, right? But we're friends. I help her out. She helps me out. Whatever. Or, you know, various people in, in my past life. But it, the deal was that she always knew. So there, were no, there was nothing hidden. And I think that's the really yep. mature way of having yeah, a relationship. I think so, too. Truth. Because when you start hiding it, then it can't – especially women. Women can feel it when you're, like, holding something back or, oh, like, yes. tippy-toeing around something. I had that situation happen where I was the um, – I guess you could say aggressor where I – came down on me. I had a really good friend in Chicago come into town and I had never mentioned, he was my best friend when I was in the school in Chicago and I had never really talked about him generally with my boyfriend. So he came to LA. I didn't know how to handle it. So I thought, well, if I just bring him up now, now it's going to seem weird. So then I just met up with him and was like, hey, let's go write for a little bit because we went to like a writing school together. And I just figured totally innocent, but I just am not telling my boyfriend because I don't know how. So I didn't. He found out and it was like shit hit the fan because then he thinks I'm trying to hide something that we had something going on. And it clearly was not that. It just I hadn't come out with it. So get it it out in the open early. If this is a situation, you got to get this out in the open and be honest, you know. The so. truth shall set you free. It shall. It you know, shall. And if the other words. person can't handle the, the truth, truth that's, that's on that's their the shoulders. That's ayahuasca talking, can isn't I, it? Uh, no, well, it's lifetime. Okay, yeah. as a, just as a crazy sort of side yeah. note, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I've actually started writing a series of short Amazon books called The Character of Masculine Attraction, and the first Ooh. one is called Tell the Truth. So it's a little cheapo on Amazon. Just it's not out yet. It'll be out uh, in July, in August, two thousand thirteen. Just a small it. little book. I love it. Fantastic. And I'm going well, definitely. All character qualities. Yeah. I love that. I think that's. I think that's really needed for a lot of men. Well, I. I mm-hmm. uh, we are, have been talking up a storm. My throat is actually hurting from this conversation. <laughs> I learned um, so much. I know. About the and we did it all stuff. so fast too. Um, but thank you, Adam, so much for being on the show. Oh, if you want to get more information on Adam, go to my website, winggirlmethod.com/slash. Adam G, and that will uh, I'll, I'll have it point towards um, the boldness code and like all of your other tons of other stuff from Adam. But thank you so much for being here. Uh, okay, if you guys want us, I'm like racing now to write in questions. Write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Please follow us on Twitter at askwomenpodcast. What else do we got? Well, Adam, do you have a Twitter? Oh yeah, do you have a Twitter? People too. Uh, Facebook. We do uh, Adam Gillad today on Facebook. My Twitter is Adam Gillad. G-I-L-A-D, Adam Gillad. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys and thank you girls for listening. We will see you next time on the Ask Women podcast. We love hearing from you, so keep on sending in your tweets, you guys. We love reading all of them. And don't miss out on the chance to take our very important listener survey at podcastone.com. Your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It only takes about three minutes of your time and will help you get get the instant gratification that comes with knowing you helped us out. We will love you for is what we're saying. You can tell us how you really feel about the show and how to help us get to know you better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And keep those tweets coming because we love you so very much. Thanks. This concludes another podcastone.com program.